so welcome back to episode three of Gaming with Anxiety. I am here with uh, one of my best friends and co-host of the Remote Players Nerdcast, Phoenix. And uh, we're briefly just going to record an episode. There's no real format. There's no real rules. Uh, I just know one of the things that we both talk about within the confines of our friendship is anxiety. And uh, Phoenix has been kind enough to be the first person to come on and uh, talk with me about it. So, Phoenix, what 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 kind of uh, things do you deal with, like anxiety wise? So, yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my anxiety kind of does stuff where it like manifests itself, uh, into like body worries. I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, I feel like I knew the word. It was like a something, something, you know, like phobia. Not, I don't know if it's phobia, but is it uh, anyway, um, uh, like a agoraphobia? Is it like, like, oh, yeah, uh, that's, that's no, I think that's like scared of outside, right? Maybe you're talking about like when uh, when you convince yourself that there's things wrong with you that aren't actually wrong. Yes, like, and that is I forget the name of it, but um, it's definitely that, and it's like it's weird because like it's not really, I don't really know where it came from. Like it's not like I have a history of like oh yeah I fell one time and then ever since then I was always worried about falling again. <laughs> there's like there's not not really a a reason why it just anyway. Uh, there's been times where the anxiety can manifest into uh, there was one time on my forehead it was called uh, what is it called? Shingles? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that comes from I guess I didn't know at the time or I didn't know until this time but it was like extreme anxiety. Uh, I was like in school going through crazy shit uh, on top of school so that happened and other times it's like you know, there was this one time I got like a spot like in my in my lip, like you know, inside of my lip, and I was convinced that was like something, and it like drove me mad for like a week. Um, dude, it's just it just makes you do stuff that you know at at time is dumb as hell, and you're just like, but is it though? <laughs> well, that's like so like the the first few episodes I talked about like triggers for me, and you you and I have been friends a lot uh, enough long enough now to know like so that just bad stuff's happened with my parents um and right. like you know your dad went through some stuff and like that that anxiety is like the worst to me because then uh like you know if it's just me i can at least rationalize that like uh you know oh i can handle this or i, I can take care of this on my own but when it's like the people that i care about and it's out of my control then my anxiety goes nuts and it does turn into like you know i become hyper aware of things like oh shit like my heart's beating really fast am i having a heart attack or do i have a heart disease or, or you know whatever um but it can manifest in all sorts of different ways and it's like it, it does become this weird like fourth wall of like is this really happening or is it just in my head yeah dude like i've had some spells where i for sure like you're like you're aware of it or at least i have been like i'm aware that it sounds crazy or like i feel crazy but like um like i'll have like like i've had obsessive thoughts before where like i can't even remember now but like you know I've, i know there was a time where i was just like so concerned about something that like it was driving me mad and it's like i start when i was in that mode i totally get how like people that have like done horrible things to themselves i'm like i can like like in a weird horrible way like 
like I'm like, oof, like I can see how this could lead to that. Like if you keep going that route, you know? Like yeah. I can't imagine people that like have suffered for like weeks or days or like years, you know. Cause like, oof, dude, I'm sure that would drive people really bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean like and then you hear like I don't know where people listen to this from. Like this podcast has a weird, like I, I posted the first episode and I had one listener and it was me because I didn't put it out there because it's, I was kind of just recording like for me, you know, to get to verbalize it. Um, right. And then I kind of like, I, I got, I did episode two and I was like, I'm going to publish it to my, to my Instagram feed and then just pretend like I didn't because it, it wasn't so much that I wanted anybody to hear what I was saying as well. I did, but like maybe someone would relate. Um, yeah. And like my DMS, like I got like, you know, a half dozen people that were sort of like uh, the first couple episodes were, were basically me just kind of saying how anxiety can kind of control me and it can, it, it makes it difficult to talk to people about it because you never know people like most people just inter- determine that anxiety is not a real thing or that it's all, you know, I've had people, obnoxiously just be like oh it's all in your head and it's like yeah that's a fucking problem like you know well, <laughs> that that pretty much sums it up or like you can get over it like oh just just walk it off you know <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's why i have a lot of empathy for people that suffer from like severe depression because i don't generally i mean I, I think anxiety leads to depression a lot of the times yeah. um you know when i when i'm really in an anxious funk that lasts for more than like a day or two. Like it definitely takes me down a place of like, is this ever going to go away or, or whatever? Um, I think a big difference, I think a big difference between you and I is like, you have been like, you have gone about like getting help for it. Like you've been medicated before or currently I'm not sure. Um, and like, yeah, I've never taken anything for mine. So like, is your experience, uh, without diving any, you know, deeper or personally than you want to go, but has your experience with like medication been helpful? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh, we have, yeah, I, cause dude, it's like, it's so weird how it was moments in my life that was so big a deal. And now I can't remember exactly like what the worry was or whatever, but, um, the, uh, I think the last time, like I was just super concerned about something and, Sarah, uh, my wife, was like, all right, dude, like, you got to get something. Like, you can't, like, you know, you can't function like this. And um, I got on, which is, I think it's just Prozac, which is kind of a normal thing. But, dude, I would say that super duper helped me. And I still take it. Um, and it's not like a drug that's like, you know, what's it going to call? Like, it's, it's not like a suppressant or something. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm high or whatever you know um, mm-hmm. right right like i don't even think about it honestly to my to my alarms like hey take a medicine but um so it's like it's a daily for you yeah it's a daily but the woman uh my therapist woman i don't know i don't want to say like <laughs> doc doctor was she uh you know i check in with her every now and then now and not like it's not like daily with her but um anyway uh she says that even if you forget a few days it's still in your system but you pretty much take it daily to keep it in your system well but you know if you've if you've lapsed a few uh, days it's basically you don't have to take it daily <laughs> long story gotcha. short but uh i would say it definitely helped big time even sarah noticed a lot like uh, i think my anxiety isn't more like i know it affects people in different ways but mine has been more like it's something small will turn into a huge thing and then 
and then it makes me like a stupid ass like <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, it's like what you're saying where it's hard to like there's been times where i was like terrified to tell um people because uh like not that this really matters much but like i'm like a taller larger black guy so uh that's just like not a normal looking look for most black people to be like yeah i have anxiety like it doesn't sound, I don't know, like, it just, I feel like most people would just be like, what? What is he talking about, you know? Um, so, and yeah. So I, you know, I never thought about that. Like, I never thought about the, the, you deal with a different level of scrutiny than I would. Like, people, you know, look, I mean, not, not necessarily that people are going to look at me and think anxiety either. Like, I'm not, I'm not taller, but like I'm, I'm like heavily tattooed and like usually scruffy looking. And like you're probably not looking at me thinking like, oh, that dude has a lot of anxiety. But for you, like you probably like, you know, you, you have all the stereotypes going against you because this country fucking sucks. <laughs> um, you know, so like yeah. you probably like people probably listen to you even less. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it. I feel like it's uh, I don't know. It just I feel like it whenever I would describe it to people, it, they wouldn't expect it, I feel like. You know, they'd be like, what? Like, what is he talking about? Like, he's saying all this stuff that's, like, normally people... I I know, like, I normally have associated it before, like, to, like, teenage girls. Like, oh, I have anxiety, you know? Um, but it, I feel like it is something, like, it is kind of good that more men talk about it, because I, I kind of think it's, like, a men thing, too, where it's, like, men don't want to, like, feel brittle, you know? It's like, oh... He's anxiety. He's got anxiety. Um, I think I think that nails it. Like that's one of the reasons that I decided to record this was because, like, the only two people, like, literally, the only two people in the world that I've ever had like adult conversations about like anxiety with are my girlfriend, who I've been dating for like three and a half years, and you. Right. And like you and I came up like randomly through text. Like I think when my dad was in the hospital, I ended up saying like my anxiety is real bad and I can't handle it. And that's when you were sort of like, Oh dude, like anxiety is a big thing for me. And like, you know, amongst a number of other things, like I think that like that'll bring a friendship closer when you can actually talk about things that make you like vulnerable. Right. Um, and it's not to say that, like, I don't have friends that, like, I know I have friends that if I was this, to talk with them about it, they would listen. But I just, like, don't have that comfort level. So I never do. Um, uh, so, the, the, yeah. I, I think, too, like, uh, if, if I feel like, uh, like, if someone says they're anxious and they say shit like, why, but... I'm really focused on this part of my body and it's really bugging me. I feel like that would sound crazy to anybody that, but people that are like anxious or whatever, you know, people can relate to like the crazy shit. It won't sound so foreign, which probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, so listen, but my parents don't, uh, they'll listen, but you know, they, they haven't experienced it enough that they'd probably just be like, what? <laughs> Well, not, not only that, you probably have the same thing. Like my parents will listen, but they came from a different generation yeah. where, 
you didn't talk with that type of stuff. You didn't identify anxiety or these mental disorders because it just wasn't a thing. So it's like my parents will listen, but there's only a certain level of understanding or empathy involved with it. Um, so the, the, the other thing that the second part of this podcast, and this is uh, maybe you do or maybe you don't, but do you find yourself like, do you turn to gaming at all as a way to like handle the anxiety or distract yourself from it at all? Yeah, uh, that's kind of like a, and that's kind of like a thing that I sometimes worry about. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to put it, push it under a rug or whatever. And it's like, I'm going to play a game. Forget about life for a second. But it also, I think, I think it kind of, I guess, I guess I can explain it in this way. Like, um, I feel like if I'm like in a, if I'm in that weird, crazy spot, like I used to get, like where I was like worried, worried about a issue of my body or whatever, um, that a game would kind of like steer me into like a path. Like, okay, this is just, you're walking on this thing and you're collecting coins or whatever, you know, like, I feel like that's, that's the good thing about the gaming part of it. It can kind of like pull you back to like normalcy, uh, instead of like, let's go down this crazy path. (laughs) I think I think I think it yeah right <laughs> I think I think that's a valid point though and one that I haven't made yet uh verbally anyways is that uh that it can be kind of a dangerous thing too because it can it can be kind of a temporary fix where you know if 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 my anxiety is bad for whatever reason whether it's work or my parents or you know whatever yeah. relationship issues it can be a number of things um sometimes I'll just Uh, I do one of two things depending on, you know, where the anxiety is coming from. Like I'll reach out to my girlfriend or you, uh, or I like grab a controller or, or turn on a game. And I'm just sort of like, I'm just going to focus on this thing for a while and see if I can calm my nerves down. Right. Um, but you know, sometimes that'll lead to like a false sense of not security is not the right word, but it's the one I'm going to use like a false sense of security that I'm doing better. And then, you know, insomnia is a motherfucker too. And it (laughs) it goes hand in hand with my anxiety so bad. Um, But I'll find myself at 4am like, okay, well, I don't want to play this anymore and turning it off. And then like, pal, the the switch gets flipped and I'm right back where I was to begin with. So it kind of is, uh, you know, like up until this point, I've kind of just made the point of like gaming is really a way for me to get away from my anxiety, but it's, it's a valid point to say that like you, you should be handling it or, or tackling it head on also. Yeah. Um, dude, I, cause I know I had a few moments where, you know, like with, dude, I, I like a reference or reason why I was super freaked out. Um, but you know, I know there was moments where I would wake up, you know, in the morning and like you forget for like half a second all the shit, and then it like rushes in, like <laughs> it rushes in. You just yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> Pretty much, and that's where I've been. You know, like when I started recording this thing, uh, it was like overwhelming sense of anxiety uh, for reasons that I'm not going to get into too deeply. But you're aware of right. it, and uh, you know, and it's kind of like. I would, I would grab like Splatoon and play it for an hour or two and then be like, Oh, you know, like, okay, I, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm going to snap the controller in half with all the tension in my hands anymore. And then I would like turn the switch off and all of a sudden it was just like, Oh shit, wait, everything is still shit. Like it just wasn't for the two hours that I wasn't thinking about. Right. 
I do uh I do think um I mean there's probably some games that help like I bet you like mobile games could be a pretty cool like pop in and out of to help people I don't know like I wonder if there's any like list of games that are good for anxiety sufferers <laughs> sure, sure I uh, you know is. I try to I try I try to find um Splatoon is a great example of something that like it can be a little frustrating if you're getting sniped or losing a bunch, but it's repetition and I pay attention to like covering things with the paint and everything, you know, like it's not high stress, right? Uh, but it, it takes a lot of focus. Um, I think honestly, looking back, like the reason that I gravitated to Splatoon and dropped like 40 hours on it in the last month was because it was keeping my anxiety in check. Um, yeah. I mean, I still think the best thing, for my anxiety bearing in mind, my long-term plan is to get to a point where, because uh, like last year I had real bad health insurance, so mental health was like not covered, um, is to like speak with someone and be like, I think I need to be on something to help regulate like what's going on with me. Um, but like the number one thing, and that was like the big point of this podcast was like speaking with people helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it, you and I, talk about a whole lot of stuff like <laughs> uh, you know we, we we record this other podcast rem, rem, remote players nerdcast where we just talk mo- about gaming we talk a, a little bit about our friendship but like we on an average day like i don't i don't i'm i'm positive like i don't talk to except for my girlfriend i don't talk to anybody more than you most days right same um <laughs> you know and that's like uh politics current events games both of our families or any dumb stuff that I would never verbalize. Um, but, <laughs> but um, it goes a long way. Like, you know, like having that person that you can kind of like talk to without, without like, I'm a hundred percent sure. Uh, and, and the thing, you know, like above all else, and I've said this to Diane, but I've never said it to you. Uh, I'm a hundred percent sure. The thing that I appreciate the most about you and our friendship is I never once felt judged for anything yeah totally um, not. and like you and i you and you and i have shared some stuff so right <laughs> um but you know like talking to someone helps and that was always the point of this podcast uh not to go like long-winded because as you can tell phoenix and i know how, know how to talk <laughs> um but like more people our age like in their 30s should feel more comfortable expressing the anxiety without feeling any level of shame or judgment so like i hope people listening to this have or find like their phoenix or like in my case you know like we both have significant others in our lives you know so um you know i i just think it's interesting to like speak to people about like where their anxiety comes from and what it does because i know you and i have talked at length about it um but like i you know I, i think it's such a valid point that like gaming and anxiety they can go hand in hand but it's not always necessarily the healthiest alternative right um i know like uh there was one time where um i was in school and doing super bad with anxiety and there was like a counselor woman that dude like just talking to her for like i think it was like 20 minutes the appointment was but yeah that that in itself was like a big like I felt like euphoric afterwards, <laughs> which sounds kind of cold, right. like, but um, I was like, dude, this is, this is great. And then you get some stuff on your shoulders, you know? <clears throat> and then, um, and then, yeah, like the gaming, uh, you know, like just kind of 
just enough to like keep you from being super duper uh, crazy because uh, it definitely can lead you, I don't know, down an awful path, which sucks. Um, yeah, that 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 path is no good, and it, it it's especially bad if it's a lonely path. And um, I I do say like it's different for everybody because I, I I know for a while there I wasn't like alone, kind of like I wasn't really uh, with my significant other, and I spent a lot of time like just alone, like in a freaking room, and it was like quiet, and that's not great when you're like anxious. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, so, I mean, like, I think there's some valid points made. You know, I, I think the big thing that I'm trying to get out there with this podcast is just, like, it's okay to be any age range, but especially, like, I'm focusing on our age range because it's the age range that I relate to, big surprise, um, to, like, put it out there. Like, yeah, I suffer from anxiety, and it's not the easiest thing, and it's a real thing. You know, like, it's a real mental health, like, epidemic happening in, in, in the country we live in. Um, so, like, getting other people's perspectives is really helpful. So I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Yeah, man, no doubt.